Assalamu alaikum and good afternoon dear viewers. Welcome to another enlightening episode of the podcast by Dean Arts. We where we unmask our authenticities by delving into the depths of the human experience, unraveling the complexities of our minds and hearts. Our team strives to provide a safe space for reflection and growth. We invite you to join us on this transformative journey of self-discovery as we peel back the layers of our conditioned behaviors and uncover the power of embracing our true authentic self. My name is Zoha and today I'm the host for this uh, podcast and we'll be exploring a topic that resonates with so many of us and that is people pleasing. Assalamu alaikum everyone. My name is Marab and I will be the co-host today. Please join me in welcoming our highly esteemed guest who will shed light on our topic from our clinical and psychological perspective. Ms. Maliha Saya is a distinguished psychotherapist and clinical psychologist specializing in trauma. She uses a blend of modalities including CBT, EMDR and humanistic therapy to treat her clients. She currently works at AKU and My Restful Mind and has also founded her own mental health service Sahara. Thank you for joining us Ms. Maliha. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be a part of the podcast done today by Ax. All right, that's great. Uh, Ms. Maliha, we would like to begin by asking about your journey in the field of psychology so far and how you found your way to it. So, uh my journey has been a uh, very it's a lot inspired by my own personal health and uh, a lot of my own personal agendas i was always quite intrigued with the human mind i always wanted to study why emotions are so dysregulated in certain human beings so i took up psychology as one of my majors when i was doing my a levels and that's when i truly found my passion and then i enrolled myself into clinical psychology and that's when my entire journey just sort of picked up and i feel like all the pieces in the puzzle sort of blended in so when i was interning uh, at the recovery house which was one of my first official internships i felt very much interested in knowing how uh, somebody can just you know not be able to regulate themselves and their entire lifestyle just collapses what is it behind the human mind that the person cannot deal with um after i completed my bachelor's i got enrolled into my masters and that's when everything sort of just took a turn for itself i became very much interested in trauma theories in understanding why kyun kisi ke sath kis kisam ke sadme unki zindagi ko pura affect kar sakte hain so i started getting my training as a sexual abuse survivor therapist i'm a certified sexual abuse survivor therapist i also became very much interested in trauma so i became certified clinical trauma specialist and also an emdr practitioner and currently i am also pursuing my training in clinical hypnotherapy so it all just sort of fell into place because i got so interested in learning about trauma and how it affects the human mind um and then you know i planned out my entire journey as a way where there are certain therapies that can help me in resolving clients who come to me with different kinds of traumas whether they be acute trauma or whether it be complex trauma so that's one of by very simple journeys i feel um but it's of course it's very much inspired by the way that i have also made decisions in my own personal life because i come 
from a family where I saw a lot of people going through childhood trauma and, you know, never actually having a chance to acknowledge what was happening. And, you know, the society that we live in, it's not very much spoken about. If you go back years or 15 years, trauma ke baare, awareness especially within Pakistan or Karachi and whoever would speak about it was actually looked upon as if they were doing something which was quite abnormal because they were only very basic jobs and basic education criteria so for me to be able to be interested in something so vast was actually something that just made its way for me then I was very much headstrong in doing trauma as one of my majors so yeah that's pretty much everything about my journey. All right, that's great. That's really inspiring for uh, both Zoha and I, especially because we are uh, psychology students as well. Uh, Ms. Miniha, uh, let's begin by understanding this behavioral response. Uh, how would you define people-pleasing behavior in the context of psychology? How often have you given in to these tendencies or how often have you seen your clients uh, giving in to these tendencies? And how would you just define it generally for us? So people pleasing is something that I feel like, um, especially now, has become very popular. It's a very, very um, popular debate that's happening worldwide. Uh, books are being published, articles are being written on are different theories that are coming about. The reason for it is that when you define people pleasing, it's defined as something that you do in order to get or gain approval of other people around you. So that you can fit into their vision, their opinions, and their views. Mm. So you lose your self or your true self in that process. And you become somebody which the other person might want you to be. So people-pleasing is very deeply rooted into the way that you were brought up in childhood. So if you look at it from a third-person point of view or a layman, you you would as a layman say, oh, you know, that's what they do. Yeah, But if you look deeper into it, it's rooted within the kind of childhood trauma that is present when we have patients coming in. So when it goes to a certain extent, when it crosses that boundary, that's when it becomes abnormal. And that's when you start having behaviors that affect your healthy lifestyle. And the way that it impacts your upbringing is your parenting style. So this coffee link very strongly. It goes into your childhood, it goes into your parenting style, the way that you were brought up and how you are defining yourself in the definition that people have put out. You will not have the capacity to say no to them. Some of the signs and symptoms that we look at when we talk about people pleasing is very simple. You will find it in people around you for example we'll see that there are people who are always going to say yes to whatever you want to do or whatever you want to say they will not have their own opinions or their views they will want to accept whatever you put out their way one of the major reasons why this happens psychologically is because there are no boundaries present boundaries so you will always want to say yes to the other person regardless of even if you want to say no then they become so strongly embedded that it affects your adult relationships, it affects your healthy lifestyle, not able to focus on work, your socializing. Things just start to fall like dominoes. That makes sense. Uh, don't you think that people-pleasing is a concept that's very widely misunderstood? 
because uh, many people believe they are being a good human or uh, they're going they're opting for the authentic kindness path instead and they don't realize that they're actually just doing it for the sake of validation right so uh, do you think uh, what are some underlying motivations that drive people to become people pleasers why do you think they're so thirsty for that approval what forces them to act this way so one of the major things that i would observe in my clinical practice is that the reason people would go for people pleasing is because they're not they're not aware that they're doing something which is so toxic to their personality uska sabse bada jo aap note karo wo aapke childhood mein jata hai so if you are brought up with parents who are very authoritarian who have already laid out your entire pathway to life ke aapne bade ho ke yahi career follow karna hai aapne bade ho ke apne elders ki izzat karni hai aapne is tarah be karna hai ye kapde pehnne hain agar aapko itne dominant figures ya authoritarian figures parenting mein dikhenge childhood uska effect yahi hoga ke wo ek bacche ki personality ko completely destroy kar dete hain for a child able to have their own opinions and views you need to give them that space to explore what they truly are so when you take away that from a child they will obviously grow up to understand the world from your eyes when a child is growing up it's always said that the parent needs to enter into the child's world not the child entering into the parent's world exactly so when, if that thing is being followed it will become so dominant in that individual that they will only look at the world from their parents point of view then when they enter into adult relationships they will look at that from their partner's point of view they go into this toxic cycle where they are not able to break the cycle because it is also known as intergenerational trauma their mothers have done this then they're now looking at their grandmothers doing it now daughters are doing it and now we also influence our upcoming generation into doing this so ye cycle नहीं होगी इट विल कीप ऑन हैपनिंग सो फॉर यू टू बी एबल टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट यू आर डूइंग पीपल प्लीजिंग इज व्हेन यू हैव सेल्फ अवेयरनेस एंड यू कैन ओनली गेन दैट सेल्फ अवेयरनेस यू आर एबल टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट देयर वेरी सीवियर ट्रॉमा दैट हैपेंड टू यू व्हेन यू वर ग्रोइंग अप एंड देन यू गेन थेरेपी फॉर इट यू सीक हेल्प यू आस्क अदर इंडिविजुअल्स अराउंड यू दैट इफ आई एम नॉट एबल टू से नो टू समबडी like for example i had a case recently it was a very simple case where a girl was not able to say no to her boss he would he would make her wait overtime make her work overtime she would completely neglect her family her child there was absolutely no boundaries as i said previously in terms of her personal life and her work life that made her completely burned out so when we prompted into her when we probed her we found out that her people pleasing attitude was because she never had the ability to say no to her parents so authority figure is her boss is the similar authority figure she had when she was growing up in the form of her parents you will also find this kind of behavior very prominent when women are getting married and they're not able to say no to their husband they're not able to say no to their in-laws in case if they're toxic they're not able to prioritize themselves because they always want to please other people they put other people's needs and visions above their own it's it's such an irony because uh, they think that listening to others or accepting whatever uh, the other person is saying is going to help them when in reality it's really just crushing their own self esteem and they don't realize the bilkul it's a very thin line between uh, getting your own self esteem crushed and trampling over your own self uh, and 
trying to be kind towards someone else in the same process agar people pleasing bahut zyada a childhood mein prominent rahi hai so when a when when a person grows up and they go into relationships with anybody not just their partner even with their work colleagues or generally with friends also to find them taking the role of two people either they become the caretaker where they always want to take care of another person and that makes them feel good about themselves or they become the rescuer or the saver that is when they want to save other people from their misery and they do not have any expectations but that destroys your personality because you become somebody else you are not your true authentic self that's right that's right uh, miss maliha i was just about to come on this question uh, and i think you have a bit you have uh, not clearly answered it but i was just go about it that do you think there is any specific personality traits or you think there is some developmental factors that contribute to people pleasing behavior like nature versus nurture debate that we have always no it cannot it's not going to be genetic it cannot be genetic it's it's something which is influenced by the way that you were brought up it's a complete engrossed into your childhood isme agar nature ki baat karoge to genetics might play a very very minor part in it it's the way that you are brought up is the way that your parents mold you you are mold you because you are living someone else's wishes and commands so that, as i said they are the ones who make you understand how you can paint your world so basically your specific personality that you mold is De- dependent upon the kind of parents that you lived with hmm. yes and also the kind of childhood you've had the kind of interactions you had and also that has a huge influence on the way that you've been brought up especially especially in this first 6 years of a child the personality is being molded so that's hmm. a huge part which the parents play agar parents ki khud ki apni khud ka unhone trauma ko resolve nahi kiya hoga they will always project it onto their child all right uh since you've uh, specialized in trauma specifically i wanted to ask how does someone differentiate between the sort of trauma that they've gone through that has conditioned them into behaving this way because what happens is that uh, if whenever you're going to talk to a client or someone who is indulging in these tendencies or this type of behavior they usually say ke nahi mujhe to aisa verbal trauma ya physical trauma mere sath to nahi hua hua Like, and then you still realize that they they have been conditioned into it. So I think people don't realize uh, the subtle uh, types of trauma that can force them to act this way. Could you shed some light on that, especially because you specialized in this? So I think the best answer to this would be coming from my own clinical experience. I recently had a few clients coming from middle class families, and they had the they they always thought that um, they were living their very fulfilled lives. Unke parents. uh were happily married not separated not divorced um they always saw their parents in a very loving relationship they had very close familial and sibling bonds so when they came to me and i asked them that why do you think you're here today they would just look at themselves and go like we don't know why we're here but there's something that's wrong because of which we feel the need to come so when i would prompt them further we would would always find out ke unki marital relationships ya unki current relationships were not working well and then we would further probe them and then we would have clinical history to usme hamesha yahi pata chalta tha ke they were so deeply conditioned in their own trauma thinking that they were so fulfilled and they were always looking at happy uh, parents and happy children and happy siblings 
जब वो अडल्टुड में आए दे ऑलवेज एक्सपेक्टेड द सेम बट इट नॉट वर्क आउट बिकॉज नॉट नॉट एवरी वन विल बिहेव द सेम वे दैट यू हैव बीन कंडीशन टू बिहेव एग्जैक्टली तो really sad because uh, many of us mostly in the pakistani society uh, people don't realize that it is trauma that is coming up in behaviors like this bilkul and one of the one of the main prime cases that comes in my clinical experience is mostly with the women there is such a lack of self awareness in women about their the kind of trauma that they've gone through because since childhood they have been conditioned to believe that Oh, you know, you always have to say yes to the other person. Why? Because you're respecting them. You always have to obey their wishes. So mm. you you sugarcoat trauma in such a way where the other person is made to believe that this is normal. You normalize trauma for them. You internalize it in such a way that when their wedding happens, or when their children are born, or wherever their clashes happen, they are not able to get back up because they feel that oh, what just happened? Why did this just erupt? you are not so you, you are made to feel that you cannot get angry why anger is such a normal emotion that's right i feel angry if i don't uh, if i don't uh, see eye to eye with somebody so you will often so what are the i'm sorry i'm sorry for interrupting you i just wanted to know that what are the potential consequences of you know prioritizing others at the expense of oneself like you mentioned some cases so what are the consequences that they have faced uh, when they you know prioritize others and not themselves first oh you know you will always find these people going through severe depression anxiety why because they they cannot control everyone around them they cannot yeah. control emotions they cannot control their own responses you will find them going through severe anger issues but at the same time not knowing how to channel that anger उनको पता ही नहीं होगा कि पॉजिटिव वेस क्या हैं जिसके थ्रू आप अपना डिप्रेशन रिलीज कर सकते हो आप अपना एंगर रिलीज कर सकते हो दे विल गो थ्रू दिस ह्यूज साइकिल ऑफ नेगेटिव थिंकिंग दे गो थ्रू सच सिवियर नेगेटिव थॉट्स दैट दे आर नॉट एबल टू इवन पिक अप अ पाइल ऑफ प्लेट्स इफ इट्स इन फ्रंट ऑफ दैम दे आर नॉट एबल टू परफॉर्म टास्क दे गो थ्रू दिस ह्यूज चंक ऑफ अनहेल्दी लाइफ स्टाइल्स एंड इट हैज सच अ their mental health that wo koi bhi cheez perform nahi kar sakte unki academics down ho jati hain unki social socializing down ho jati hai wo apne aap ko bilkul self isolation ki taraf le jate hain because unko constant ye fear rehta hai ki agar ab hum awaaz uthayenge we might face negative evaluation or rejection so if mm-hmm. i've been pleasing people around me making sure i'm in everyone's good books making sure everyone around me is happy how can i now face rejection that means uh, people pleasing really puts a strain on uh, personal relationships and interactions yep. uh what do you suggest that mothers should do especially because they've i think uh, the key role over here is the parents role when she realizes that she's been giving in to these tendencies uh, how should she protect her children from being conditioned into doing that how should she not allow her children into uh, developing those sort of habits the best way to do that is to break that intergenerational trauma and that cycle that has been following generations since years and years so if i'm a mother right now and if i'm self aware of something that's been happening to me for the past god knows 10 years or 7 years and it has taken a toll on my mental health i through my own self awareness will make sure 
that I do not project my own trauma onto my daughter or my son. It is very, very crucial in today's world to be able to give your children that safe entity by entering into your child's world, making sure you ask them what they like, what mm. they learn. What It's not important to tell them, oh, you know what, this color is the best, this color is the worst. No, let them figure it out. Maybe they might actually think that red is not associated with blood. They might feel red is associated with joy. Hmm. black is not a sign of death actually they might think black is a sign of glamour that's right uh, how should parents communicate uh, you know general moral principles or discipline at the same time as uh, not allowing children to fall into that way too much so the number of issue that we have with parents nowadays is that a lot of parents come to me and they say okay you know we keep saying no to our child but they end up doing the same thing exactly i always tell them ki aapka subconscious mind no ko kabhi bhi catch nahi karega instead of saying no try to understand where your child is coming what they are feeling why they are feeling a certain way for example if i right now tell you in the session don't think about an elephant you will think about an elephant and you yeah. <laughs> because that's exactly how subconscious mind works it mm. cannot decode the word no not mm. do could de nahi decode kar sakta main agar is waqt aapko and the fact that you just mentioned it all of a sudden that don't think about an elephant i would be like why is she saying that like how does she know I'm, like that the whole process would be just about elephants even though you just randomly you know uh, brought it up i could have ignored it ke, oh that would be just you know she just randomly yeah, brought it i, I, I would have been thinking that there's something wrong with elephants yeah elephants specifically yeah, is there something wrong <laughs> see this is how agar as an adult mera subconscious mind ye soch raha hai to ek bacche ka mind to bahut cheeze sochega true hmm. that for the longest time a child is always going to be connected to the mother because they see them as one unit they don't see them as different mm-hmm. they look at them as a safest entity so if a mom is telling them no don't do that they will do that because their subconscious mind cannot comprehend it i just told you don't think of an elephant the first thing you did was think of an elephant mm, exactly so you need to make sure that you prioritize yourself and by making sure you go down that path provide yourself and your child with logic give them options to explore their own environment let them know who they like and who they don't like in the family or in friends rather than pehle se unko batana this is a bad person this is a good person you're supposed to hang person not with this no let them figure it out their own self then when they grow up why do you think most of marriages fail because you've already made sure to give them a certain way of what is negative and what is positive they will in that way that makes sense uh so i think uh, we really parents need to educate themselves uh and need to draw a line where uh, they should ensure that they don't impose their own uh their own upbringing and their own principles and their own values onto the child uh, but uh, it's a sad sad reality because many parents take special pride in uh, creating an exact replica replica of themselves तो वो कहते हैं ये बिल्कुल मेरे जैसा है वो तो बहुत खुश हो जाते हैं ना एंड दे डोंट रियलाइज द डेवेस्टेटिंग कॉन्सिक्वेंसेस दिस हैज इट
created our replica but they don't know and sometimes it's like it's so hard for the other person to you know even come out and just talk about it because they just cannot you know uh, somehow let their parents know okay no whatever you did that was wrong they are so scared of the fact that no agar mere maa baap ko pata chal gaya to what are they going to think they're going to obviously regret or what whatsoever the kind of fears they have it's like everything keeps building up in their brain and the parents are so glad like oh wow we did a great job but no you did not no it's it's a very sad reality and i feel like it's also something that is very strongly projected onto schools also you will often find a lot of children going through this people pleasing habit at a very young age now in schools they will want to behave a certain way to fit in with their peers they will want to dress up a certain way to fit in in their peers why yeah, because yeah. They, their minds are so unique but we take away that capacity from them to think on their own terms Miss, you're talking about school level. I have literally seen that in my whole university life. Like I've already graduated, Alhamdulillah, and I was so shocked. I was like, "You are a university student. You're not supposed to go around and be like a puppet of teachers. No, you're not supposed to do that. Have your own identity. Start step up for yourself." You're exactly you're correct. It's very important that training proper involve होनी चाहिए schools में. आपके पास अब तो इट्स इट्स यू नो यू हैव सो मेनी सेल्फ हेल्प बुक्स अवेलेबल पीपल आर गोइंग वेरी एक्टिवली टू थेरेपी पेरेंट्स आर बिकमिंग मोर सेल्फ अवेयर ऑफ देर ओन ट्रॉमाज राधन प्रोजेक्टिंग चाइल्ड बट इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर स्कूल्स टू ऑल्सो टेक अ वेरी पॉजिटिव इनिशिएटिव बाई हैविंग दीज काइंड ऑफ ट्रेनिंग फॉर देर टीचर्स ऑल्सो बिकॉज इट्स ऑल्सो एट द सेम टाइम टीचर्स आर वेरी एक्टिवली इन्वॉल्व इफ देर फॉर एग्जाम्पल हैविंग अ बैड डे वी ऑफन फाइंड देम प्रोजेक्टिंग देर ओन सेंस ऑफ सेल्फ ऑन टू द चाइल्ड you need to be you need to be well aware of what's happening inside of you and why are you projecting it out on the outside on a on a mere child so mm. as i said six years of the child's life are very crucial people pleasing gaslighting you know the way that you develop yourself all of these especially having boundaries all of these are quite embedded and they have a huge effect when you enter into adult relationships ye sab cheeze bahut closely connected hoti hain into developing different kind of personality disorders also if you go through the dsm or you go just you know nowadays google has everything you will find out that if you are raised a certain way and if you have people pleasing habits you might end up falling into one of the clusters of developing a personality disorder without even knowing hmm. i think uh, parents misinterpret this agar unse baat ki jaye even if their child comes up to them and tells them ke uh, i'm being forced to do this and i really don't want to do it wo kehte hain ke aapko thoda sa negative side duniya ka experience karna padega in order to know what to do lekin wo ek itni badi misinterpretation hoti hai like you said ke uh, they don't realize they're actually pushing their child towards डेवलपमेंट आपके पास कोई केस आया 
बहुत एक्सट्रीम पे चीजें चली गई हूँ लाइक वो पर्सन इतना ज्यादा इस चीज के अंदर कंज्यूम हो गया पीपल प्लीजिंग के अंदर दैट इट्स रियली हार्ड फॉर यू टू यू नो मेक दम अंडरस्टैंड दैट नो यूर नॉट सपोज टू डू दैट did you ever come across any kind of uh, case or do you think this is possible to happen so see i'll tell you it's very simple one of the main reasons why people pleasing happens i mean of course we've looked into the causes psychological causes humne discuss kar liye pehle but ek bahut major cheez jo aap note karoge when you also start doing therapy of clients if they come to you कोई भी क्लाइंट अगर पीपल प्लीजिंग के साथ आएगा आपको पता चलेगा कि उनके इमोशंस में बहुत ज्यादा डिसरेगुलेशन हो रही होगी दे आर नॉट गोइंग टू बी श्योर व्हाट दे आर फीलिंग एंड व्हाई दे आर फीलिंग अ सर्टेन वे देयर इंटायर लाइफ देयर इमोशंस वर आल्सो टोल्ड बाय अनदर पर्सन बिकॉज टोल्ड टू फील हैप्पी एंड सैड एंड दे ऑलवेज ओबेड द अदर पर्सन अब जब वो बिल्कुल कोलैप्स कर जाते हैं या कोई पर्सनैलिटी डिसऑर्डर डिवेलप कर लेते हैं दे आर नॉट अवेयर कि अब वो अपने इमोशंस को कैसे कंट्रोल करें या कैसे रेगुलेट करें तो जैसे आपने कहा कि वॉट आर समेक्टिकल बिहेवियर थेरेपी इज अ वेरी वेरी सक्सेसफुल वेन इट कम्स टू पीपल हु आर गोइंग थ्रू पीपल प्लीजिंग हु आर डिवेलपिंग पर्सनैलिटी डिसऑर्डर्स ड्यू टू पीपल प्लीजिंग सो वन ऑफ द मेजर थिंग्स इज कि सबसे पहले आपको इस चीज की अवेयरनेस कैसे मिलेगी पीपल प्लीजिंग जब आप कर रहे होते हो तो बहुत कम लोगों को सेल्फ अवेयरनेस होती है इस चीज के बारे में they often find out when the relationships around them start to go uphill uh women find out that they have such problems especially if they go through divorce if they go through separation men mostly find out that this is happening if they are fired from their jobs so it's very different and i'm talking about all of these things in due to my clinical experience within pakistan so because we have such a collectivist culture and all of us are so engrossed in each other all the time and hamara culture itna zyada family oriented hota hai it's always the women who are brought up in therapy by another family member they will always be brought to you in therapy by another family member because unko awareness hi nahi hogi that they are doing something wrong and men you will often find coming to you because of people pleasing and that too you will find out after a lot of clinical history after finding out what went wrong why did they get fired from their jobs why are they switching their jobs so often yani ki 2 saal mein koi 5 ya 6 jobs badal liye why are they unemployed if they're so qualified you will often find very similar traits similar habits coming across people who have these tendencies so whenever they come to you in therapy dbt is very successful to regulate their emotions to make them understand that they can think on their own terms unka trauma ko pehle aap heal karte ho unke trauma ko aap resolve karte ho jo bahut zyada childhood mein aapko maujood milega uske baad aap unko is waqt present mein jahan wo hote hain unke emotions ko regulate karna sikhate ho you make them feel safe that they can think on their own terms without the fear of rejection without the fear of evaluation so i recently had a client and that client was brought up with parents who were narcissistic and that client came to me with a very different complaint in therapy they came to me with the complaint that they had anxiety why did they have anxiety now that client always wanted to control everything if if a slight thing went not according to her routine she would just go crazy so 
at the surface you would think oh it's a, you know it's a it's a very simple case of generalized anxiety disorder she wants to control everything you know that's why she's experiencing all of these symptoms so aapko surface pe lagega ke okay you know anxiety ka client hai go with therapy no but if you if you go towards childhood trauma which is something i'm very much focused on because i don't talk about on surface if if you go towards childhood trauma i found out that as a young child she was raised with parents who were very narcissistic they they wanted to make sure that they control everything according to her routine when she was growing up if anything would go wrong the mother would just freak out mm-hmm. if at the same time if the mother was made aware that okay you know what let's be a bit flexible because she always thought that what she was doing was correct and you know she did not feel the need to change she had these narcissistic qualities that she projected onto her child so she was always growing up with this concept in her mind that i have to follow a set pattern of routine during my day if i don't follow it this this there's something wrong that's going to happen i won't be able to yeah i there will be some consequence i won't be able to follow something then when she grew up she went into you know marriage she always wanted to make sure that her children also follow the same routine she wanted to make sure that her husband wanted to follow the same routine now the husband was going around now the husband on the other hand was coming from a family where he had his own childhood trauma oh. which was unre- so he would lash back he would have anger issues they would keep on fighting until to the point where they became separate that is when things went uphill she was not able to regulate her emotions she was not able to focus on her children um when i started to probe her we went more into her clinical history we found out that her anxiety was not the issue she was more involved in this habit of not being able to say no while growing up and she did not have that capacity she did not even have that knowledge ki aap na bhi bol sakte ho koi cheez par agar mujhe ye kapde nahi pehne eid par to main bol sakti hu that i don't want to wear this if i don't like this uh, routine i can say no so because she was so adamant on following what was already been laid out she thought that it's normal for her also to project that onto her children so if any clinician would look at her case they would always think that it's just you know like a simple anxiety case and you can apply therapeutic techniques according to anxiety but wo kabhi resolve nahi hogi anxiety because there is something which is much more deep rooted into her childhood trauma that needs to be resolved it was a indeed a very challenging case and the therapy went on for a very long time but inshallah and hopefully we were able to you know make sure that she has that self awareness so because of within the society that we live in it's you will find this kind of treatment and this kind of what do you say habit that is so prominent in households क्या आपको सेल्फ अवेयरनेस ही नहीं है कि ये चीज गलत होती भी आ रही है मिस मलिहा डू यू थिंक दैट थेरेपी इज द ओनली आंसर टू पीपल प्लीजिंग आपको नहीं लगता कि एन इंडिविजुअल कैन ट्राई टू रिजॉल्व दिस टू एन एक्सटेंड हिमसेल्फ एज वेल बिकॉज़ थेरेपी एक ऐसी चीज है कि बहुत सारे लोग भाग जाते हैं फ्रॉम द आईडिया ऑफ इट फ्रॉम द कांसेप्ट ऑफ इट कम्स टू द पॉइंट कि आपको अपने बारे में कुछ बताना पड़ेगा तो मेनी पीपल आर लाइक नहीं यार मुझे नहीं बताना आई जस्ट डोंट नॉट वांट टू टॉक अबाउट इट 
अगर सेल्फ अवेयरनेस ही नहीं होगी कि मुझे बाउंड्रीज की जरूरत है या आई कैन से नो तो आई अगर मुझे अवेयरनेस ही नहीं होगी तो आई विल ऑलवेज थिंक मैं तो जो चीज करती हुई आ रही हूँ या फॉलो करती हुई आ रही हूँ वो नॉर्मल है एंड थेरेपी इज समथिंग दैट विल ओपन गेट्स फॉर यू टू ग्रो इट विल मेक यू मीट योर ट्रू ऑथेंटिक सेल्फ इफ इफ एज अ चाइल्ड आई ऑलवेज लुकड एट conflict around me whether it be in my parents or whether it be in my extended family or it be in generally in anywhere i will always try to feel ke ha conflict is something which is very normal hmm. do you see the difference it's it's all about self awareness the more self aware i am and that can only happen if if you are true to yourself if you have your own opinions if you have your own views if you know what is right what is wrong you have created that world for yourself if you don't have that you will never able to differentiate yourself from other people you will always get lost somewhere in someone else's dilemma and i do understand that many people are not keen on coming in therapy or talking about their experiences and that's something which is also a huge taboo in especially in our society but you that with podcasts like you with women who are you know so open to discussing something out there i hope that many people who do listen to this podcast when they listen to this podcast they might be actually able to understand oh shit this is something that's been happening with me for god knows how many years exactly and they might want to come and talk to zaruri nahi ki aap therapy lo aap kisi ki baat sunke bhi ye samajh sakte ho ki ha yaar ye cheez mere sath hoti bhi aa rahi and there's something wrong with it hmm first thing is that as we discussed about establishing boundaries so if for example you see your partner going through something in the form of people pleasing the first mm-hmm. thing is that you let them know you acknowledge their efforts and you make mm-hmm. them comfortable in your in your space that you know it's not important that you always take care of me it's not important that you always say yes to me it's okay for you not to be okay this is a sentence that i very strongly focus on and i feel it's 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 very important for everybody to focus not just in the clinical experience but also in their personal life that it's okay not to be okay make them feel safe environment that they can be who they want to be if they are feeling angry let them channel it in a positive way rather than shutting them off ke oh you know what you can never be angry इसमें बुरा मानने की क्या बात है हमने तो कुछ ऐसा नहीं बोला व्हाई आर यू सो ऑफेंडेड बिकॉज़ यू सेड ऑफेंसिव सो मेक श्योर दैट यू गिव द अदर पर्सन दैट स्पेस टू एक्नॉलेज देयर इमोशंस एंड रेगुलेट देम इन अ पॉजिटिव वे 
And sometimes people are like, stop whining. No, we're not whining. We're just trying to tell what it is. Like, exactly. it's such Thank a shut up call, stop whining. Like, no, it's not whining. And and one of the other things that I very strongly focus on, especially if I have teenagers or adolescents coming to me in therapy, this concept that I'm always supposed to be surrounded with a huge group of friends. No. It's okay yeah. for you just be surrounded with even one or two of your closest friends who give you that space to be who you are. And it's okay if if you if you identify yourself in a way where you feel comfortable around them. It's okay. You don't have to be surrounded by 10 or 12 people to make sure that they fill that void inside of you of people pleasing that has been so strongly focused in your childhood. You will often find, especially in Pakistani societies, you people pleasing very prominent in children who are brought up in joint or extended families. I'm very specifically targeting people who are within Pakistan. I'm not talking about the Western culture because that is very individualized. They very individually Comparison. You still compare the way they look, the way they dress, what has been bought for them, who is more successful, academic accomplishments. So You're when right. they grow in that culture, they they start to exhibit these different kind of unhealthy lifestyles when they go into adult relationships, specifically if they go into any kind of romantic relationship. They try to project their unresolved trauma onto their partners that is where you identify okay this is something that's been happening with me it's wrong that is one of the reasons why my relationships are not working out and then they come into therapy or they try to you know get self-awareness they help themselves they discuss it with their family and their friends yeah so you will often find this kind of culture very very popular within pakistan uh, I have another question. This is probably our last question because we had such an exciting conversation today. Uh, Ms. Maliha, have you experienced uh, with your clients that clients have gone completely to the other side of the spectrum? the other side of the spectrum, people pleasing the other side of they violently and aggressively cut off everyone from their life and you know just don't want to interact with everyone and um, be isolated and they just don't trust anyone else uh, at that point. Have you seen that in your clients and how have you helped them to deal with it? So that is something that does not happen that much because if a client successfully therapy and therapy is working for them, then this does not happen. But mm-hmm. you often find it happening in people who without therapy will find themselves when they know that this is something they've been doing. They will just shut everybody off they will make sure that they do not talk to anybody. But it's actually one of the symptoms of people pleasing. It happens before you take. The reason for it is because you have constant fear that you have not done so many years of your opinion voice. Now, if I do a voice, then I will get rejection. I will be outcast from this society. So, you have more socially because there is an internal war there is a part of you that now wants to be who you truly are and then there is another part of you which never actually gave you the capacity to do that 
so when you have this internal dialogue happening inside of you this is when you go into self isolation you completely shut off you do not want to talk to anybody but when this happens it is actually one of the more severe parts of having a developmental or a personality disorder and that's when you actually want to seek therapy and oftentimes in my clinical experience i found out that whenever we have clients coming like this it's always brought up by a family member only because they do not want to even talk about it in therapy because they feel like they've not done anything wrong have that blind spot this was they don't to pata nahi chal raha ha exactly all right that that uh really added to my insight because i had no idea ki ye jo opposite sort of behavior hai ye ek symptom bhi ho sakta hai people pleasing ka ye symptom hai and ye ye aapko bahut prominently dikhega un logon mein jo ke people pleasing kar rahe hain ya wo gaslighting ki taraf ja rahe hain aapko lagega ki there is something which is definitely bothering them but they're not able to acknowledge it so aise clients ke upar it's also very difficult and challenging to do therapy but if therapy is successful then it does do wonders and one of the things that in my clinical experience has given away is that after a few sessions always try to gain an evaluation of your client the kind of therapeutic technique that you're applying is it working for your client hmm. if it's not working that means that there is something that is going wrong and that needs to be it as a collaborative relationship between the client and the therapist because if the client is constantly coming to you for therapy that means that there is something that's there that is definitely left and is bothering them tabhi to aapke paas wapas aa rahe and it's unresolved at that point bilkul bilkul uh, the discussion was so engaging and exciting <laughs> and it was very yeah. informative okay that brings us to the end of our today's episode as we wrap up i want to extend my deepest gratitude to our guests and that is miss maliha saya thank you so much your insights have undoubtedly sparked a flame for self discovery within each of us and um, lastly i just want to to comprehend by saying this that remember breaking free from the grips of people pleasing is a process that requires self reflection self compassion and a commitment to your own well-being it's about recognizing that your needs and desires matter just as much as anyone else and that true connection and fulfillment come from embracing your authentic self until next time thank you so much thank you ms maliha thank you for having me it was a pleasure to be part of something so interesting and i hope that this podcast can reach to a lot of people and it can gain make them Hopefully. feel that something out of it and if anybody over here also if you guys also have any questions please feel free to reach out to me thank you thank so you much. miss me a lot thank you take care, take care.